stuff and then not very uh, understanding about why none of that works anymore, or at least not right now. Gotcha. So lots of trying to jump on things and us grabbing him, and he really hates that I'm carrying him around. He's very embarrassed by it. Super embarrassed that I'm carrying him around. He just gets so mad at me. He gives this, like, dour look. He's just like, you're ruining it, Dad. You're ruining it. Well, hello. Welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Mm. the, that's right, the, the 40k adjacent show. Famous the world over in the depths, the depths of the Arctic to the frozen wastes of Japan to the dusty tundras of Russia. Uh, The the 40k adjacent show is here with Val Heffelfinger and Peter Falcone. World, Warhammer Worldwide. Worldwide. (laughs) How are you, Robbie? Not like this. <laughs> uh, uh, and also, uh, thanks everyone for joining us live. I want to sh- shout out Scott B for resubscribing, Nurgle, Nurgle Matthew for being here. Uh, hello everyone from Texas, Team and Cash. What's going on? Uh, hey, dumb question. Why is this called the Jason Show when no one uh, is called Jason? Stop that, Team and Cash. Stop that. Uh, hello, everyone. It's, it's just a Jason Show. I mean, <laughs> we don't need to have one on the show. I really think we should just turn the show into uh, a Friday the 13th show. It'd be much better. Just only talk about that. We all wear hockey masks. I like we all it. wear hockey masks and just talk about serial killers. I think that would be great. Very oh Angela Lansbury adjacent. Have you been on every single day I've ever been, been on? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you into? I really like serial killers and I don't have any issues with my parents. Okay, sweet. This is going to go really well for two to six weeks. <laughs> and the bottom uh, half of my body is a horse. <laughs> Not perfect. Uh, right. Hey, Gitley, what's going on? Um, there's loads to talk about. Um, by, by Lemon, by the way, is and Neuroshock Dubs, former YouTube thugs who've converted over to being um, Twitch bros. Uh, and oh, they've said, uh, we can't wait for Falcon to call us shitheads. Interesting. Well, I mean, they are. So, well, they were. If they've switched, it's okay. <laughs> uh, the real question is, uh, you avoided it last week, Pete, by not being here. But mm-hmm. have you watched any Peep show? I did. I watched five episodes now. So I did. I watched Whoa. some. That's too many episodes. I was working 11-hour shifts the last week. Pay, I probably got to watch more. Yourself. Can we uh, get a review? It's okay. It's okay. If you told me Olivia Coleman was in it earlier, I probably would have given it an earlier shot. But she just doesn't do as much as I want. Okay. She's, a, she's a legend, and she's just not in it enough yet. But it's early. I'm giving it time. I'm letting it simmer. Okay, five episodes is fine. Like, if anything, season uh, one is a bit like, eh. you know, you have to do yeah. two seasons of Shit's Creek before we get anywhere. It's true, I, and I sat through it, so. Yeah, that's good. Val, you still not same. anywhere on the Peep Show? You're not peeped? No Peep Show? No, I got no Peep Show. Um, I, I did watch um, Bo Burnham's Inside. Oh my God, so like good. the rest of the internet. It's a masterpiece, oh, I would have to say. I'm still depressed about it. Oh, really? I, I watched it. I watched it twice. I I can't remember the last time I felt compelled to watch something more than half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? So it. Uh, why? Yeah. Uh, like, why did it make you sad? I felt quite uplifted by it. Oh me? Just yeah. the, like it. It makes you very introspective, and anything that involves. Uh, you know, someone examining their uh, state of depression will always um, have that kind of an impact on me. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I love. I it. felt. Uh, I felt crippled by. It's been a long time since I felt this feeling. I would say, like, since since I like actually was pretty serious about creative pursuits, but just seeing something brilliant and like just your heart aching because you you'll never create anything like that in your life. And it's just it's just so absolutely um, just a tour de force of mm-hmm. of editing, lighting, cinematography, uh, music. Like it's, it's absolutely astounding. So I, I, I really enjoyed it. Am I right in thinking he stopped performing four years ago and this is his first piece back? Five, yes. five years? Five years. Wow. Yeah. So like um, 20, Daniel Day-Lewis. 2016 was his last special. So like Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Like apparently to create great art, you've just got to take five-year gaps. 
yeah. Well, it's uh, there's a he does a little interlude or an aside during the show where he um, he t- he addresses that he's like five years ago I left because uh, uh, you know he was having panic attacks and his his head wasn't right. And actually, I've gone and I've watched some other stuff from just some clips, and you can sort of see that thread running through for for a while. And uh, so yeah, he stepped away, and then I guess there's a. a Pretty serious irony in the sense that he had, he had, in January decided that he wanted to come back and try to do a special, yeah. And then uh, and then everything happened, and so <laughs> and he was trapped inside, and so there you go. So that's how I guess that's how we got that. But uh, even watching his 2016 special, you can see um, you can see sort of how uh, like a lot of his like the way he does he runs his light show, the way he sort of frames his bits and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he was already, I felt, really primed for what he did there. And in a lot of ways, I wonder if maybe he would have wanted to do something like this anyway, so it afforded him the opportunity. It was really good. It was really good. And if Very you guys good. haven't watched it out there, I think uh, you um, should go do it. Um, uh, yeah. I, like, and Gorka Morgan in the chat doesn't uh, appreciate him, but that's fine. I think that's the point, right? Like, different mm-hmm. people going to connect in different ways. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm going to ask you, Val, how you been? What's been going on? I've been pretty good. I, I managed to, uh, I, I really want to briefly touch on this, uh, because I managed to step in it for the first time ever last week, I think ever, um, and, and accidentally set off a little, uh, uh, Twitter moment, which was, was erased. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, anyone who tuned in last week probably heard me, uh, speak to, uh, to something about Mr. Jim Vessel over on Duplicity Paint Studios. And I would say I got some pretty hot and heavy feedback on that, and then I did not tell the complete story and actually declared that I had, in fact, told the complete story. I encourage anyone who thinks I knew what I was talking about, go check out his channel and get the full thing. He did uh, release a very detailed uh, explanation of what went down, and you can get, actually, the whole thing. Um, Because I didn't feel good about it, because I actually didn't mean to uh, leave everything hanging on, uh, on a turning point. And, in fact, a lot of the reason why, Rob, I was talking about that uh, in the first place. Uh, it was kind of ironic because uh, you were talking about how that the only scandals we have are when we call out people uh, for doing stuff. And then there I went off and uh, made a fucking uh, botched job of it. So thanks, Rob. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. First retraction, I think, on the other score game, at least. And hey, big of you to well, you know, big of you speak to you know, big of you to speak to it. I would say so. Uh, good work. I would I, I I would say this too. Like often, I I am outspoken about people being assholes, and uh, even I'd, look, I I don't even want to talk to the reasons behind me thinking I was an asshole. But the um, I figure if if I if I do feel that way, and if I am critical of say you or other people for, for being an asshole, then I, I should probably, uh, you know, offer a retraction when I feel one is due. Mm-hmm. So I'll wait for my retraction. Never, basically. <laughs> 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 Still think you're an asshole, Rob. Perfect. That's all I need. Uh, basically, yeah. So basically, it's my fault. That's good. I apologize, oh, but yeah. really, it's Rob's fault. That's fine. I apologize that Rob made me do that. Okay, uh, like I apologize uh, <laughs> for having Valon to, to to put his foot in his own mouth. Pete, you weren't here. You couldn't stop him. You stopped him. No, I couldn't. I couldn't have clarified anything. Mm. Not that I would have. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a. I am a hateful individual, and I like when people get mad for no reason. It brings my heart joy. If only I could ruin everyone's lives one day at a time. Um, all throughout my life, uh, I would live a much fuller and happier life than I do now. <laughs> well, let's move on to stuff that is hateful, yeah? And let's talk about the Mechanicum. <laughs> mm. Let's oh, do wow. that. They're good, eh? They're good. You know, I said this a couple weeks ago, and, and I was like, maybe, well, people are telling me maybe they aren't that good. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, we'll see the numbers. And the numbers are starting to come in. And at least it's slower than Drukari because people have a hard time painting 80 uh, Skatari Rangers and Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to the Star Collecting Boxes, everyone has 80 Skatari Vanguards. Exactly. And if you played in seventh, you probably have them anyway from the uh, formation conclave. back in the day, the, the Conclave. You, you might have like 40 or 50, so it's not that big of a difference. Um, and so we're starting to see it. If you got 80 and you, you can remember the like 18 buffs that you can put on a unit for zero CP, um, you're in a good spot. Pretty good spot. 
it's uh, hard to see, hard to say how anybody thought that um, letting a unit go a size go up to twenty and then apply seven to eight buffs per turn on them um, would have been a bad idea. Um, but here we are. Okay, yeah, this is where I, we're at. I honestly so I had my first forty k event this weekend, four d k event here at the TSN Arena, which is very exciting, and um, uh, the. Uh, the admit book wasn't allowed, but it was obviously a point of conversation because uh, we have no FAQ, no play, um, uh, which are actually some T-shirts I'm getting made. Uh, no FAQ, no play. Um, don't show me the way. I, I need like a there's a round off p- bit of that poem. I can feel it. I just don't know what it is. No FAQ, no play. Live to fight another day. Bam. Bam. Fuck it. Bam. Print it. Get it out of here. Uh, has anyone got anything else? Uh, Val, you got one on that? No? Nah. <laughs> I, was zoned, I was zoned out hard. I was just looking at this beautiful view uh, and chewing gum. So uh, I'll, I'll add something eventually. Uh, I actually don't. I, I have not engaged at all with. I've. I've I, I just I know when Pete's upset about something. I don't even look into why anymore. So I know I know he's upset. I'm not even and upset. That's enough. I'm not upset that's about enough. it. I'm not even upset. I was I was kind of upset during Jukari. Um, not upset because of, I'm not upset to dad. Like, I, there's no reason. We knew it was coming. Yeah. We like when we said, "Man, Jukari is really strong and they're overpowered." Like one of the first responses was like, "Well, Admech and other codexes will." We'll tone it down. Once you see the bigger picture, it'll be okay. So we kind of knew. We knew going in, um, Admech was probably really strong. Um, and I think it was on the Spice Center. Like, Logan was even saying, man, Drukari players, like, they're just hoping that Admech is fucking disgusting. And uh, they got their <laughs> wish. They got their wish because, man, Jesus. I've uh, I've watched enough Admech games now, um, and we've started to see the results. Holy crap. Man, they're good. <laughs> They are so good. I'm actually really excited it's, it's, as an Admech guy. So I, I've like I've got Admech. I want Orcs. So I'm in this position where I'm like, this one is great. The next one could be great. I'm in a really happy place. Like whatever the yep. situation. Um, so if I recall, you you did make a pretty heavy stonk market call mm-hmm. on Orcs uh, sometime back. So I am curious to see how that plays. Mm. I think good. I think good to. He- I think heavy good is what I'm thinking for mm. Orcs, but we'll see. Like it's one of those things where they've intentionally made Admet better from the last Codex. They, I don't think they really like they're putting new stuff in, and I think they could miss the mark with. I think the new stuff that they make, they could miss the mark with, and then the old stuff they'll bump up. So I think the the stuff that we've seen before might be might be strong. I don't know. Who knows? Who, who like truthfully, I'm not too stressed. Or- I will say, if you guys own any Orc War Bikers, um, they won't be good. So send them to me. Uh, P.O. Box 222, High Level Alberta. Send them out here. There's no reason to run Orc War Bikers. I'm going to take them off your hands for free just to get them out of the out of the way. Don't worry. All right, they're what's what's, what's the scuttlebutt on War Bikers? I, I've got I've, I'm sitting on a on a, a treasure trove. Well, I mean. It's hard to say, right? Because we don't have the codex in hand, but toughness six models um, that you oh, can spam. Oh, we talked about this. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, really, yeah good. Okay. really good. Well, we'll really see. Good. They might make them pay for that toughness on the on the bike. We'll see. Uh, nah. One thing that does concern me is nah, that uh, I don't know if this is I don't know if this is just a coincidence or not, but they seem to really suck at the first attempt at writing rules for New York models. Like mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think there's been a new orc model release that's been good ever. Um, yeah, all so... the buggies were absolute garbage uh, when they first went out, except for the yeah, rules wise. It was rules, like rules wise. It was yeah, yeah, it yeah was gorgeous models. They're beautiful, but, they, but yeah, they they botched the rules. Except for the scrap jet was kind of playable, and then uh, they they really fixed it the other way. Um, so yeah. And if you go backwards in time, you know, like Gorkonauts, Morkonauts uh, were atrocious. Um, Still are, though. They really haven't fixed that. I don't know. They they had play in eighth. Well, well one guy had a play, very brief, play in eighth, very yes. brief period. There was a person that played them once. Ben Jurek. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ben. Uh, yeah. The uh, like uh, I, I'm personally excited for orcs in, in a big way. New orc boy kit. Oh, yeah. There was a new orc boy model yesterday as well. Uh, not a weird boy. A uh, uh, whatever he <laughs> was. Boy. Yeah, were boy. Weird boy. <laughs> 
jeez. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're not Very much about in him. with the times. Um, am I not excited about him? I thought, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I can't tell because he looks very much like just the dude who's the cherry on the top of whatever the Word Boy Tower model is. Yeah. Oh, um, good point. And, and so I can't tell if they just photoshopped him onto a base. Um, but yeah, if you look at the, they did a little anim, animation cartoon thing of all the various new releases, and they've basically been exactly uh, all of those, those things. Um, so I, I'm curious to see if he's a, a separate model or if he's just a piece of, of that larger transport. And then the other thing uh, we, we haven't seen yet is that you saw in those um, cartoons a lot of the um, old shoulder-mounted second edition style heavy weapons. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which we haven't yet uh, seen any reveals of. Oh my god, I'm so um, excited! Yeah, so I'd be I'd be very curious to see how that goes. Um, I guess the the um, oh what are they called? The uh, they were very oh, come on the guys with the right Ludus. Ludus still had that shoulder mounted mounted look. Uh, now that I think about it, but like yeah, the the squad based weapons were all sort of things they held in their arms and such. So we'll see. Well, yeah, we will see. I'm not really sure uh, on what uh, like that's going to look like, but I'm hoping it's as busted as Admech, if not more. Um, oh, we haven't had the Admech <laughs> FAQ yet, have we not? No, we have not, and I, I don't think it's going to be great. I don't. I think they'll fix Taraxi, and I don't know if they'll do much else. Yes. I'm hopeful they do more, but um, I think Taraxi will get fixed, and probably the Manipulus will get fixed. Um, not sure if they'll touch any of the other stuff. And those are, one is a really big problem, and one is kind of a most people aren't assholes and aren't doing it anyway problem. So, Could you explain uh, we'll the two problems to, to us? Yes. So, um, the the Manipulus, um, his ability to buff uh, rad weapons, um, isn't an aura. So technically there's nothing in the book that says you can't stack it multiple times. Oh on units. Um, so if you take multiple manipuluses, you could theoretically bump the same unit, you know, twice or give them both sides of the ability. Manipulate the rules, um, you might say. Yeah. Yeah. It's because um, in the book, it says that aura, aura, like auras can't stack, but it doesn't say anything about anything else. So that's kind of where some people are going with it. So I could see them adjusting that. Um, the Taraxi issue, and this is the kind of the bigger one, um, so Taraxi have um, booster jets as a stratagem for one CP, which lets you um, remove them from the board at the end of your turn um, and put them into reserves, and they come back in whenever you like. Um, and that makes them essentially uninteractable um, for the whole game. So you can take um, like deploy, deploy scram- the new Deploy Scramblers or... Um, anything that happens end of turn and because you are the controlling player and decide um, like the order of operations at end of turn, you can deep strike in your, your Taraxi um, at the beginning of the movement phase uh, or at the end of the movement phase, I should say. You can shoot, you can jump on an objective, do whatever you like, end of turn, score all the things that happen end of turn and then say for one CP I'm putting them back in reserves, your turn um, and just do that every turn of the game um, for and for five CP, depending on what your opponent has playing, you can score like 20 uh, easily 20 points with it in the game. And they just can't interact unless they have an auspex scan. And even then the Taraxi gun is 15 inches um, on the flamer version. So if they want, you can't, and most armies can't auspex scan them. Cause I think only space wolves and uh, Eldar have unlimited range on their auspex. Everybody else mm. is 12 inches. So, um, and if you want to get aggressive with them, they've got uh, a relic to do like a like a auto mortal wounds to all vehicles within six inches, uh, or within twelve inches, I should say. So, like they've got like a lot of really silly things you can combo off them if you like. Um, and we're already seeing it at a lot of events. Um, people taking a squad of five just for that you know, free points, essentially. Mm. Um, there's TOs I know in the Pacific Northwest had that have um, already kind of FAQ'd it themselves to say that um, you cannot um, you you cannot uh, pop them back into reserve a turn they've come in from reserve. So that that's kind of the easy fix, and I hope they apply that. But they're not doing they're not doing no FAQ no play. 
No, they're letting them play because it takes so long now for FAQs, and uh, Drukari showed that like the first FAQ doesn't seem to do anything anyway. Right. So right. rather than wait for a non-existent FAQ, get the stuff out there, see how bad it really is, and then make adjustments, I guess. And some people aren't making adjustments at all. I know Show Me Showdown is going pure rules is written on literally everything. Wow. That's, the, that's their decision. So um, they're running like Celestine is immune to one damage weapons, wow. for example. Um because she has a damage reduction one, but it doesn't say to a minimum of one. Yep. Um, they aren't letting the Nundums do it uh, because they they in the 40k app it does say minimum one, even though the codex says there's no minimum. <laughs> but Celestine wasn't fixed in the 40k app, so, so that's that's kind of what they're going with. I wonder uh, how are, I wonder how that's gonna get called going forward. How do we do we accept that the app is a rule source? Well, it's not? interesting, right? Like a lot of people want to, um, but there's still uh, significant mistakes in it. Um, they're way better than it was, mm -hmm. but you know, there's still duplicated stratagems and stratagems that technically do nothing in there. Um, there are you know point mistakes like the the Nundums in the app are zero points, which is way better than two hundred and forty per model, which is what the Codex has them at. Um, Hey, did we talk about uh, Warhammer Plus? No, not yet. But I'd like, can I, can okay, I, can I just touch sorry, on this? I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I just couldn't remember if that was when that happened. The time is a flat circle. Uh, Continue, Rob. It happened on the Wednesday, but we, I'd love to. There's a couple of things like uh, uh, other stuff I'd like to talk about with you guys today. That's kind of all over the place. Uh, so I'll just take <laughs> this journey. I made I made my first um, mistake to in this 40k event this weekend actually um, because oh, uh, in the in yeah yeah in the pack I thought I'd written. Um, uh, in all instances where there's uh, an FAQ question that hasn't been resolved, please see the WTC pack. Like, I thought I'd written that, or the WTC FAQ, mm -hmm. and I hadn't. So um, some guys were playing on the table, and someone was like, lol, uh, my ad mech have got a two-up in fun. And I was like, no, like, no. It's like, I've written it in the pack, and he's like, you haven't. And I was like, no. So like, I had to apologize to the, the player who was facing against it. Um, so that was my bad. Yes, Val. So around the whole kerfuffle around the ACO and uh, the attempted use of, of the WTC pack there, mm. I actually I went for a little spelunk through the pages of it. Mm -hmm. And I was curious, is it is it super up to date? Like, is it actually is is everything in there still relevant? Like, has it has it been? I, I just I honestly didn't. No, no, I don't know if it's been yeah. updated since the last FAQ that was dropped by GW, but um, it should be pretty up to date. I okay. like I haven't looked since since the ACO kerfuffle where some people got real mad that they decided to use the WTC fact, which mm -hmm. well, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, it's rules are rules. I was, I was At least going, they have because I, I was whipping through and I was just like, yeah, some of it felt maybe it was redundant in ninth edition, but I guess I'm I'm wrong about that. That's all. Mm. No, That's there's true. a lot of there's a lot of little things, right? So. Yeah, that was the only that was the only thing that came up in particular, and I was just a bit I was just a bit disappointed in myself. I was like, for fuck's sake, why didn't you put that in there? Um, like because I had written it, and like and I think maybe like I had two copies because I've got one for the singles and one for the teams, and the teams one the singles one had it, and the team one didn't have it, and I just hadn't copy and pasted it over like a fucking idiot. So uh, a bit annoyed at myself, but just holding my hands up and just saying, there you go, that's that was on me, um, uh, which was quite interesting. Um, like mm -hmm. uh, because that beautiful man Neil Kerr has said that it was not has not been updated yet. So yeah, there we go. Um, uh, so like uh, it, we're in an interesting place, Val, because I kind of agree with you, and Pete, I kind of agree with you. Like the FAQ time, and then when they is when it is an FAQ, for instance, the Jukari one, it's so far out. So I can kind of understand like the TO who's making the decision, who's like, cool, I'll just make, I'll just it's like rules as written, like whatever. That's the shape of the game. Like I can understand that, but for me personally, the thing that I'm uh, hoping to achieve is that the players have as much fun as possible. So trying to reduce any bullshit that's out there feels like yeah. the right step for the players. Like, and then I had a couple of players like who were like, oh, "I would have run my admec, but there's, like they weren't available to play this weekend," um, you know, and this other stuff. And I was just like, "Fair enough." Like, how do you feel about it? And they were like, "You know, what? it's fine." That and, and like uh, everyone who was there said that they were happier that it was no FAQ, no play rather than not so so like, and there's a small sample size super small sample size only 15 16 people sorry but still they were happy 
Pete, out there in the in the world of sphere, have you have you seen anyone else doing this? Because I've pitched this to the the FLG guys too. Um, so this, this concept, um, like back in Iron Hands time, um, the Swedes did it. At least their their major clubs, like Westeros and um, Malmo, I believe, both went Malmo. to no FAQ, no play. Um, there have been a couple others, but a lot of people just want to play with their toys. Like there were people real mad that ACO didn't allow, um, like the new Drakari FAQ and um, a new AdMac at the time, right? Because they felt like the the event was running in the b- before time, really, uh, to them. Like it did, like it. It's just like when Nova decided not to use the Space Brain Codex uh, the last time there was a Nova. There was a little bit of like, well, this event doesn't matter because it's not using the most up to date rules. So it's it's really um, it's kind of a slightly polarizing issue. Um, I'm I want people to use stuff without an FAQ so that we can see just how like good or bad it is. Um, because we kind of need those results. That's what I hope we we kind of need those results to see. We've talked about this before. On the other hand, um, it almost seems to not matter, yeah, because they'll just make the ch- the, the changes they want anyway. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. I think that there. I think what we really should do is just kind of we we may just have to kind of go back to um, being okay with being wrong and just internally FAQing things that are like blatantly broken. Interesting. I, like, I'd like to talk more about this. I need to thank a load of people right now because uh, it all happened in the space of Pete's very well-detailed uh, description. I need to thank Nikita Williams for donating £12 to the PC Fund. And then the 40k Stat Center. You can't do it while you're on the show. How am I meant to Bye. respond to you? Because how am I meant to emotionally res- You know I'm crippled by the pain and hurt I've suffered in my life and I don't know how to correctly talk to you guys. So thank you for donating £100 to the new PC, although I'm quite enjoying my, my journey outside here. It's quite nice in the, the wide world. I don't know if you guys enjoy me streaming from here, but whatever. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Nurgle Matthew, again, then donating £56. So then of course. I'm now, and now Freddy Fatfingers for donating £100. What the fuck? We're on a run. We're on a run. We're going to do this, people. Also, Nurgle Matthew no. was kind enough to... Just type the I donate thing, uh, which I couldn't remember how to do for weeks, uh, and that's the only reason why. It's the only reason why I haven't done it. I really so, appreciate you, all of you, but you've all you've it's throwing me off now because we got some great stuff to talk about. I don't want to talk about what he was saying. Uh, I deeply appreciate it very much oh, from the man, bottom you're of my so heart. Um, it, and but Pete's point was 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 great because he ended with he didn't know and how weird is that for us as gamers tos people trying to organize stuff people trying to make people have fun how weird is that to be the 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 end of that is i don't know i wonder what the twitch chat think about the response to that val have you got a thought what the what your thought is on that well my take is i i think it's a good idea but then when i start talking it out as something that is actually applied then um i start wondering about well if everyone did that then how are they ever gonna know what's truly busted and then so i think okay well maybe only like the major major events should have that rule but then you get like a weird meta at your major major events so it's it's a tricky one i don't know maybe maybe stuff like yours uh where it's a closed circuit so like maybe for example the gw events themselves might be a good place to have that kind of a policy where, where if it's no fact, it's no play. Uh, to me, it just seems easier. And like for, I don't know why I have to chase. Uh, can I just uh, also thank uh, very lovely of King Callaghan. Uh, thank you so much. And again, thank you to Freddy Fatfingers. Also like super, super kind. And Harkonnex for resubscribing. Um, I've gone all weird now. Um, I just want people to have a good time. And yeah. I guess my real question to me is, why am I chasing around a multinational company? I don't understand. Um, thanks, man. Super appreciate you. Um, I don't know why I'm chasing around a multinational company. It's just like, it's not a super big venue, the Super Series venue. Like, it's only eight tables. Like, we're never going to like put on those like big events here. I just want everyone here to have fun. And if there was just one guy running around being like, lol, uh, minus one damage here, you'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, 
I'm like, dude, like we like you can all just like kind of get in one little area and have a chat. Like you're the arsehole stood <laughs> out doing the thing. Like in 500 people, maybe or in 200 people, it gets lost, right? Like you know, mm-hmm. um, and it becomes a point of conversation. But I just want people to have a nice time, and I think that chasing a company around to make it so that the game works better for them feels asinine. I'd rather wait till big boys did it. So FLG, WTC, whoever the fuck. I'd just rather someone well, else did was- it. That was the original principle, I think, behind the ITC FAQ, right? Like back in seventh edition. And, you know, I get why they don't want to do that anymore because they got fucking shit on constantly for it. Um, so, you know, I, it really does. I think it does work a lot better when, 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 the, when the big boy company does it. And, you know, they, they, they have been getting around to it. That last FAQ was pretty awesome. Um, so hopefully maybe they rea- react very quickly with, with the AdMac changes. But uh, We'll see. Maybe they'll be closer to their two-week schedule. So like Pete said, uh, and uh, so thank you so much to Primark. Primark for donating 50. Oh, my fucking God. And SFR Mongoose for donating 50 pounds. And then Halalex. Oh, we are close, people. Halalex. Oh, we're do- there. We did it. For don- we did it. For donating 145 pounds. Fucking. I don't want to, but I want to. I'm doing it. Thanks, everyone. Halalex, that's mental. And SFL Mongoose and Primark Primark. Man, sweet. Ah, oh, this is great. Sweet, sweet. I get a new computer. That's great news. That's really good. That's good. You won. I won. I'm just ticking a piece of paper. <laughs> the awkward emotional reaction is to tick a piece of paper. And I don't really know what that means. <laughs> if anyone... <laughs> uh, oh, now Nurgle Math is just popping off. Please, you do that. Do the, do the whatevers. Thanks. That's good. Do the whatevers, (laughs) please. You know, (laughs) if you could just do that. Oh, that's really wonderful. Also, Rob, I like it when you sit more to, I guess, what it would be your right, because you have that menacing table of 3D printers behind you. Uh, It's, it's, it's very nice. Seizing the means of production. This, this. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to my man's 40K for donating uh, £10 as well. You're all wonderful. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, so I, a couple of things. So anyway, we'll move on from the FAQ thing, even though actually there's a, a, a bit more to kind of talk about there um, because it ties into my next couple of bits, which is because um, there's two really interesting things I would love to uh, uh, ask you guys specifically. Number one, um, obviously with the announcement of super thank you to Watch Peep Show. Thanks for donating £16.99 to the show. um i wanted to ask you guys a couple of things uh pete uh, i'll start with you um uh the we have a new scoring system for aos i don't know if you maybe saw that last night Mm -hmm. um and the new scoring system for age of sigma um is very much like 40k in some ways that but there is a primary Mm -hmm. and secondary yes jvp yes uh everyone that's jvp uh, soon to be the uh, he's gonna. I think JVP officially gets to uh, take over the 40k Jason show in 20 years. Yeah, I think yes. so. It's 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 uh, it is his birthright. Um, that's how oh, I like to do things. Uh, entitlements, um, you know, uh, things like that. JVP says congratulations on your new PC. He'd donate, but he's still uh, he's you know his he doesn't have control of his trust fund yet. So you know you know how it goes. Uh, thank you. I've been there. Thank you to Amenable Ethics for donating sixty nine pounds to the show. Like I don't know what. Like we've done it, boys. Like stop. Like thank you. Like well, now buy a second PC, a sixty nine pound PC. <laughs> Get a, ras- a Raspberry Pi. You can run it off yeah. Raspberry Pi. Yeah. I won't. I won't lie to you. Uh, JVP, not too pleased to be here. I'm gonna let him go do fun baby stuff. Okay. I love you, buddy. Uh, I love you, buddy. Um, I wanted to ask you, Pete, I don't know if you've seen the new scoring for the Age of Sigma stuff. Thanks so much, by the way, to um, uh, Amenable Ethics for donating that money. That's crazy. Uh, did, have you seen the scoring for AOS? I have not. No, I have not. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, uh, it's uh, a bit of a shame. Um, I'd like Val to hear as well. But basically, the scoring has, has changed. We, we've had a problem. It relates to 40K, in the, and you'll know better than anyone. We, we have a bit of a problem in Age of Sigma. 
uh, that you um, that we didn't for a while have any secondaries at all. So the community invented their own secondaries until Games Workshop came up with a bunch of auxiliaries, which weren't particularly good. But we at least had a scoring system so that we could give people results like eighteen to nineteen one. So we could give that kind of like we we you know you had points for the primary. You had uh, yeah, so you had points for the primary, and then you had points for the secondaries. Um, and so you gotcha. could you, like your primary is worth sixteen, and then if you achieve your two sec or oh, eighty, I can't remember what it was, but whatever. So do you know what I mean? Like if you denied their two secondaries, you achieved your two, then it was like an eighteen-two mm-hmm. situation, right? Mm-hmm. But in Age Sigma now we don't have that because we have like forty k, we have a bunch of primary victory points for for holding objectives. So like we previously mm-hmm. had, we have a, a secondary we choose every turn, um, and you have to complete the end. And there's a tertiary uh, which you write onto your army list. So we now don't have um, uh, like a uh, a way to really break it down because the, all of those victory points, when you achieve them, they just give you either a major, a minor victory, or a minor loss, or a, or a major loss. Or, or in, in no case, no cases is there a draw. There's no actual way for working out draw. So um, my kind of question is to you: is is what do you think would be a good scoring system for a tournament? Because right now, like. What would happen if you run if you run basically a five game tournament is you would end up with someone who's won five major victories or several people who've won five major victories and then how do you differentiate between those? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So hmm. yeah, see, like it's a it's a it's a massive problem. That's interesting. So. So you can have mo- <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. This is this is like when Rob got a bunch of donations. Pete doesn't know how to feel. <laughs> uh, well, no, like, like I know where my mind is going, but it's it's not ideal because so you're saying there's really only like the what six options or four? There's minor victory, major my major victory, minor victory, minor loss, major loss. Yeah. There's nothing, and that's it. Just the four. And that, that's just the four, right? So like, like that's but, very old school Warhammer Fantasy battle. But you could, but you could. So like, already the initial suggestion is, is because you will end up with a score, right? Like, let's say I like yeah. you and me play a game. You get thirty points. I get um uh like I get sixteen. So you beat me by forty points. So if you get thirty in this game, thirty next game, thirty next game, thirty next game. So you could you could win all five. Let's get five thirties, and then your final tournament score would be like you don't have to award a major victory to be sixteen tournament points. It could just be like forty k is now. Because let me just make sure I've double got this right. Forty k singles events right now is whatever my score is. So let's say I score at eighty seven, ninety three, whatever. Blah 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 blah. It's whoever gets the most wins the tournament. Is that right? So it's uh, it's it it depends, but most events are wins, then battle points, then whatever else they're using for their second tiebreaker. Um, so in that case, it's if you get five wins and somebody else gets five wins, it goes to your battle points. Like how many points did you score over the whole event? Um, which you could just easily do um, in the same vein, where you just go wins and then major victories and then battle points as kind of your second uh, your tertiary. Um, uh, Mike Brandt and several others have been moving to Windpath as the the second uh, the first tiebreaker, which I like a lot more. It's very T-Whip. It's it's exactly what T-Whip essentially is. So you go mm-hmm. um, wins, and then when did you suffer your first loss as the first tiebreaker, um, and then second and then second tiebreaker would be battle points. Um, so in a system like yours, if you you could have you know major win, minor win minor loss major loss and then you and then you drop down to win path and then points as your tiebreakers and that should work just fine i can't see an issue with that so big w little w little l big l and then whatever else considering we've had the win path take well i don't know if we've had win path i know bcp definitely can do it um but we've certainly had uh, strength of schedule technology yeah, for a long time and it's it's, it's yeah. odd that it's never really been embraced as a as a better means of, of tie breaking so you so you think it's yeah. not, so you don't think it's strength of schedule so you, so you, your suggestion is it's not it's not who they beat it's what they beat on the on the path to victory for uh, for uh... It's, it's both okay so 
um, often what happens in a tournament is um, you will get people that get into, if you don't use Windpath, their second place or third place or whatever will often be the person that like got a loss in the first round of the event and was never in contention to win it, right? Yeah. So they lose their first game they and then they submarine. So the rest of their games, they absolutely crap, shit stomp everybody and it's very common. Um, it's it, it's not always the case. Like sometimes you'll have real shark tanks of events and you, you'll lose that first game and you'll still have a rough event the whole way through. So it's absolutely not perfect. But in general, the reason why T-Whip works so well at determining if a faction is, is relatively strong or not um, is because um, if every time you win, you're still going up against people that are undefeated. So it's a better chance of constantly dealing with people that are on the same level as you or better. Um, and, and you're outperforming. So that's why I like win path as kind of a first, uh, a first tie break. And, um, yeah. See, because we, because we don't, don't have a system, right? So like one of the things that yeah. I, I, like, I have an event this weekend playing Age of Sigmar and I have to, I have to decide what the, <laughs> like how it's going, right? Like and what's happening. Then I got a week, an event the weekend after. So this is one of those things I want to put in place. Um, a, a curveball to throw it out there is how do you feel about the team's sort of scoring where it's points differential i.e like yep. it's how much you win by as opposed to the points that you get what do you think about that yeah i mean that's this is where my mind initially went before we talked a little bit more because that's kind of what you, we did like this this major loss minor loss thing that's very like old school Warhammer fantasy battle that's used to be how it was right you didn't it was um, you had major wins minor wins a massacre I think was in there as well um, and so you could just do a points differential there like and I don't see an issue with that as either um, I just I really am big right now in singles play on on uh on wind path over anything team events it's not it's it's much different of course so so you don't think you can you don't think you can marry the two am i only, my only oh yeah you could my only thoughts on that are and I, and i and i am like more attracted to what you're saying than, than my suggestion uh but my only my only real kind of like the reason i bring it up particularly is because then you can kind of switch between team events and and uh singles events quite simply and like you understand the scoring methodology like oh okay i understand yeah what the scoring is because I do this all the time in singles. Like I need to beat you by X to, to score a point. Yeah. And that you could just do that. Like, uh, yeah, you could easily just be like a major victory is a, uh, an 18 two or something like mm -hmm. that and, and work it that way. As like, Diffie has, 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 has anyone yelled at Diffie to get that built into BCP? Not like yet. just so that you could enter the raw score and then have the differential. Cause that, I think that's really the only issue with, <laughs> with differential scoring is, is people like me screwing it up and having to ask somebody what's the score as dumb as that is. Um, For, I, I really believe that in a, in a large group of people, like the bar needs to be somewhere South of uh, bottom decile. So, um, you know, to ensure that everyone can do it quite easily. Yeah, just for everyone at home, just just to be clear for what, like basically, if me and Falcon were playing and me and Falcon both got twenty points, uh, then it would be a draw because the differential between our two scores are the same. So we'd like, mm. let's say, we'd have a ten ten. That would be our result out of twenty. Whereas if Pete scored thirty and I scored four points, it would be such a large differential between his dominant score and my tiny score that he would score twenty points and I would score zero. And then there's a kind of a sliding scale in between that to create that kind of like. Uh, that points differential which is quite nice um, um, <clears throat> and I think it's quite granular it's quite useful um, and then you could also and then you can use other stuff on top of that by like you've got strength of schedule like you said and then you've also got kind of your battle points as well because also it, uh, unlike in 40k all of our scenarios aren't all equal in the maximum vp you can score for instance yeah. like in 40k like you could like obviously people take secondaries so you can't achieve this or they're not all 15s but you effectively mm -hmm. can always only score 100 and you can always potentially score 100 whereas in the age of sigma scenarios that's not the same um and the ones in our like ghb or our, our battle pack so it's just an interesting question i knew you guys would like because you guys are, like are, like like me are obsessed with tournaments and tournament scoring and how it all works i thought you guys would be quite interested to hear that it's one of those things that has to be problem solved for age of sigma mm -hmm. now that now mm -hmm. that it's all out um so yeah like i think it's quite a cool little conversation and i thought you guys might be quite interested in it yep yeah. 
yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fascinating. I love that shit. Uh, okay, all right, sweet. Uh, moving on to Warhammer Plus. Warhammer Plus. Plus. I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about this last week while I was because it happened know, on Wednesday. Den of my own misery. It happened the day after. Although we were predictive, I think I think uh, I think we were fairly predictive about it. I think we most people guesses. kind of kind of figured it out that this was where they probably would go. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, how do you feel about it? See you later, Tarquinex. Thanks so much. Big love to you. Massive love. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about Warhammer Plus? I, um, I have to say, I wasn't. I because you mentioned, I wonder if it's going to be like sort of an all-encompassing thing, mm. and it hadn't occurred to me until you mentioned uh, until you suggested that. And I don't think I quite grasped just how much they were going to try and put in there. And they, they really are. I think there's been a lot of uh, criticism around the uh, idea of paywalling off the animation stuff. Um, but really, with all of the things that they've crammed in there now, they are creating a bit of a walled garden and a pretty good proposition to a new player. It's like, hey, you want to know what Warhammer is? Give me six bucks. Uh, and, and you can really fall down that rabbit hole pretty far. So I think... I don't know. I think just the amount of stuff that they've crammed in there makes me hopeful that they are moving towards uh, a more digitized sub-based system. And uh, I don't know. I found it quite hopeful as opposed to I was pretty cynical about it coming into it. So I don't have any problems with any of it, but it did also uh, follow the announcement that we're losing the Age of Sigma app. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then also that we're getting a 40 we get an HTML app based off the 40k app which is oof. <laughs> clip that i just clip, <laughs> clip that the oof <laughs> that's all you need uh, uh and that we uh we're losing digital books um and then uh we'll be getting um our books with codes in as well i think because there's an announcement mm-hmm. so um a little bit a little bit disappointed about that personally like um mm. other than that it's fine whatever yeah i'm uh, i'm kind of excited for it because there's so much mm-hmm. like i just i think the value is currently there um i i see the concern about the age of sigmar app because your age of sigmar app actually isn't terrible garbage um so i i see that but like the amount of stuff they're giving you feels like it's worth it. You're getting the app that people are paying $3 a month for already, the people that still are. Um, and then you're getting a free model every year. You're getting access to all this other stuff, like all the old white dwarves, depending on how far back that goes. Like there's a lot of value there on top of all this free, this, well, I shouldn't say free, this animation stuff, depending on how deep they go on that. I think that'll be what ends up making my final decision on this because I, I love the 40K lore um, just as much as basically any other aspect of the hobby. So if they put out really good stuff and pretty consistently, um, then I'll, I'll be happy with it no matter what. And um, I'll just keep uh, grasping at the hope that someday the 40K app will be something super cool and usable and not um, something that I kind of use for rule searches that I end up having to go to Wahapedia on later because it forgot something. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, with like Nick. I'm interested in the animations, although the animations don't look great. And they've also said, uh, Val, I wanted your kind of uh, take on this because I thought more than anyone you'd be quite interested. Um, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the slides on the uh, we're bringing you this, we're bringing you that was <laughs> it was like animations weekly, and then one of the it just was stuff weekly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have, uh, as uh, if, would you have gone for stuff weekly as uh, as one of the the catch lines? I'm not sure. I mean, you know, maybe I might have reached for that uh, thesaurus a little bit, but uh, you also <laughs> get literal stuff, uh, which is kind of neat. Uh, they're at like they're really throwing. I don't know. That's what uh, the reason I'm hopeful about it is that they really threw everything into that basket. So if it was like, so that's one of the reasons why, yeah, I think so. I like the reason why I was sort of bummed about that 40 K app is that I, it felt like maybe it wasn't, um, something that they, you know, were really caring about, but now that it's part of sort of like what will clearly be, I think a focal point, or at least they're going to try to make it in the near term, a focal point of like, 
if, again, if you want to know what, what these games are about, uh, you know, grab this sub. That gives me hope that then they'll invest more in the things that are within that package. Um, maybe they will, maybe they won't, but, you know, I, I got to look for the silver lining here. Because I think something like the 40K app or the Age of Sigmar app, what it needs is some love and, you know, attention and, um, you know, some structuring and some investment. And hopefully if they have all this focus and so many things ending at that at that one subscription service, they'll get a bigger weight and crush of people signing up for it. Um, and maybe you'll get, you know, better quality as a result. We'll, we'll have to see. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I think, uh, I'm not like, I, I like, I'll, I'll be just real clear in a fun way. I don't, I'm not super hopeful, mainly that the technology is going to be very, uh, stable is like my core problem, I think with the whole process, but maybe it'll just be like you pay war, you pay to get a thing. That'll be fine. There's, there was a recent problem with the, uh, the website, which uh, a very, uh, very diligent viewer, thank you so much, sent me. And I actually forwarded on to Games Workshop that there was, there was a, a hack available on, on, I'm not going to say any more. There was, there was a very, uh, stable and obvious way to do some things, which, uh, uh, okay, okay. was so abusive I forwarded. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I'm a little bit concerned about on that front, but ultimately more, like Pete said, more Warhammer is more good. Uh, the only thing about the apps is that the Age of Sigmar app, in my opinion, I said this last night on the Age of Sigmar really show, it's just the best way to get new people into the hobby. Just the best way. Like, I don't know, like, always super cool. Do you cool. think it will still, do you think even if it's, if it's canceled, that it will win app of the year again next year? <laughs> the Battle Scribe won app of the year last year. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I, you guys, by the way, uh, I'm not sure if you knew this yet, but the uh, there might be the uh, the uh, App Awards Council is actually expanding this year to include some more voters uh, for the uh, the App Awards. Awards the, the App Awards Academy. The App Awards Academy. So I'm not saying that you guys have got an invitation in the post, but like maybe like uh, there's, the council's expanding. Uh, but probably Battlescribe still likely to potentially win uh, this year like it's the big dog uh, it's, okay um, but w we'll see we'll see uh, what apps but it's sad it's sad that the 40k app isn't as good as the Age of Sigmar app that was because it's such a useful way of like getting people excited like you see a cool model you don't really know what the fuck it does but then if on the Age of Sigmar app for example you would look at it and it would just say for example uh, uh, Pete Give me something that you uh, like the look of model-wise. You don't have to know its rules at all or anything. Just like for Age of Sigmar, something that you've always thought looked good or you, Val, any either. The, give me that Dread Saurian. We talked about this yesterday because yeah, I found perfect. I pulled that model out. Okay, Dread Saurian, no problem. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, Dread Saurian. So the best bit is... In my opinion, the best bit is it has a little bump at the top of narrative. Not loads, but enough to wet your whistle, right? So, considered by the Seraphon to be living icons of the old ones, Dreadsaurians are savage leviathans unleashed only as weapons of last resort. Um, their capacity for primal violence, not to mention their heart-stopping roar, has sent entire enemy armies into retreat. So that's just free. That little bit is free, and that's enough, in my opinion, to get people like emotionally excited as a sales pitch, if you want to be like really like you know um, uh, salesy about it, or just imagination, like it's just fun, right? And it's got thirty-five wounds on a mm -hmm. four-up save. Uh, it's bravery yeah. eight, and its movement is base ten and degrades down to six, which is a little bit sad. It doesn't fly, uh, mm -hmm. but it's gargantuan jaws, three attacks, hit on a four, which is sad. Wounds on a three, ren two, and it's a flat six damage until it gets wounded. Uh, a little bit, uh, and then it goes down to eventually two, and then it's got six raking claw attacks, and it's got a couple of cool things. Specifically, uh, it does mortal wounds when it charges. Um, uh, it's got the the roar that it does, and it reduces the bravery of units by a whole one. Yes, Val. What? What? Uh, so this is uh, this is apropos of nothing, but uh, this is a two parter. One. Um, how does AOS handle Forge World stuff? Like, do they have uh, the equivalent index, or is it just like this, like through Battle Scrolls that are released online? And two, was there ever an Imperial Armor equivalent for Warhammer Fantasy Battles? Because I feel like those books would have been so cool. Yeah. So we had the, no, we had something right. called Monstrous Arcanum. Um, oh yes, they did. Yes, is, but it wasn't a book. Now. It was just a, it was just an online PDF available. Yeah. Uh, for free, and then similarly for Chaos Dwarfs, which were only a Forge World product, so only a Forge World army. Uh, like Death Corps Krieg, again, just a free PDF online. You didn't spend any money on it at all. Uh, so it was just free. So it was cool. 
Um, uh, but the way Age of Sigmar works is just keyworded. So these, so a Dreadsaurian's got the keyword Seraphon, and then in order to make uh, an army, uh, you just need the keyword Seraphon uh, for that to be inside of it. Although that has slightly changed now, so that's not actually true anymore um, uh, for Age of Sigmar three. The list building is actually uh, like people are going to make some accidental list mistakes now, but that doesn't matter. Um, because it's like it was a little bit simpler, I thought. I thought, but now it's a little bit more confusing. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's fine. But it's just that simple. But like, I mean, just for that, like Pete, who already owns that model, so like he wants to find out what the rules are. But then that could be the kickoff for him being like, oh, I'm going to build an army around this, more monsters, whatever. It's just a shame it's going away. I'm sorry. That's I've spent a long time talking about that, and I don't really need to. But anyway, yeah, a bit of a shame, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. Anyway, anyway, all right. Well, uh, any more thoughts about forty uh, k tournaments or anything else you want to bring up uh, in total? I did. I painted the. Uh, you saw my terrain. What do you think of my terrain? <laughs> it looked pretty good. I loved it. I loved it. Thanks, I thought man. it was so beautiful. Thanks, but not uh, the results from the weekend. Though where it was functional, which was great. People were very happy, apart from one board. Some negative feedback because I made four of the big L shapes um, impassable mm-hmm. or unbreachable, however you want to describe it but still obscuring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and one guy had like a, a particular issue. Uh, sorry, I forget his name right now, but like, I'll remember later. Um, had a particular issue because his army was just like, he couldn't move around it. He was like, this sucks. I was like, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So I changed it around a little bit. Such is life. Mm. Uh, this is interesting in chat. LGT just announced a five-man team 40K tournament. Mm-hmm. That's yep, interesting. Not, not using differential points. Um, they're going to just go with uh, win-loss. So they followed the uh, they followed the frontline the, gaming model. The, the really bad model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the model well, it, that that defeats the purpose of teams. Could you really. explain that to me, please? Okay. Actually, I'd I'd love to I'd love for you to explain this on the record for me, Pete, so that I can get you removed from the network. <laughs> so um, <laughs> when you play a team event, like a big thing is pairings and setting things up. So that you can, you know, get the best scores you can possibly can in any given scenario. Um, And when you go to like WTC or ATC or anything like that, there is a point where you're going to have bad matchups and and your goal is to score as many points as you possibly can to still contribute to your team. When you do just a flat win-loss, what will end up happening is you'll go, you'll set up your matches, and you'll be like, well, you two are just going to lose these matches. It doesn't matter how you lose or why, um, as long as we win these other three. Um, and that's a relatively negative play experience for those two players that, um, like, if you're really into the the team mechanics, would normally be, you know, doing their best to to add get to as aggregate. much as they can, right? Yep. To add to that aggregate. Um I can like some people don't like the aggregate because it means you could possibly lose three of the games and still win the you know game right because you have like three eleven nines but then you have two twenty os um, but that's like the whole point of the of that me- of this team mechanic and pairings and setting this up so that you know that's how you play it right there's that little extra deep dive into the system so that every person on the team is is uh, is participating and competing. Yeah, the result of the round is the sum of the parts rather than, you know, a series of one-on-one games. Exactly. So when you do it with this kind of like 3-2 mentality, super cool. I'm sure there's a bunch of casual players or like, you know, medium range players that are like, this is everything I want. Um, But like not all armies are created equal. And when it comes to these team events where lists are skewed because of the pairings, like it really will hinder those two players that are just going to, in most situations, be handed losses because like you're just telling them for the next three hours, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, Like, especially once you know, right. It's like, as soon as it gets to the point where you're losing, there's no point in pulling any kind of shenanigan to score that extra point that you need to keep the team going. Right. So. Just actually, I I agree. I, I, I spoke about this with Zach on Friday, actually. Uh, he came down to Nottingham uh, to have a chat, and uh, I said that I thought four was better. Specifically also because, like, I mean, you can get five people in a car, but four's a bit easier. I think five's more difficult to manage on a, like, person-by-person basis as well. I think there's a, I think there's a whole bunch of reasons why the conversations have always been around four and eight. Um, and I don't like, like having done a few team events now and also uh, for stuff for the Super Series, I, I don't know why I would ever do win-loss. It's, it's vastly less interesting for everyone, for the players, 
the the streamers, the viewers, everyone all over it. It's just not as interesting. So I don't think it's the right format. Yeah. The, and hopefully we see uh, people learn that lesson and change it up. Yeah, I, I can understand so, it, though. The big thing is simplicity, right? It's for the players that have never done a team event before that don't get the the nitty-gritty concepts. It's it's very simple to explain. Three of you need to win. At least three of you need to win, right? So I get that. It's just... it's it's um, it's it's not as good. So. The uh, I was just going to say that the um, that this is a not so the previous example of the thing Neil Kerr is talking about the ATC ATC does, didn't work quite this way either. I don't think. I think ATC still wound up with a weird. I think they took they took the aggregate scores and then did a score differential for the team in the round. I believe was, so. Yeah. It, it was so it was it was a little bit different from WTC as well. Um, I think I gotta like support the the WTC people on this one. I I do prefer their format. I think when this format was being debated and created uh, for the specifically Las Vegas team tournament, I think is where this particular format was was first pitched for. Uh, I think there was a, a desire to on the first time out be a little more uh, simple, um, and uh, I think uh, there's probably some lobbying that could easily be done to sort of. Uh, move forward on the merits of having, uh, you know, uh, more interesting pairings and having that aggregate score, having more power in the matchup. Um, I think, I think, I don't think this is a sacred cow basically is what I'm saying. I Mm -hmm. think this is, this is their first time out. And, um, you know, even after ACL, we saw like, I think they reacted well to criticism on, on the train and stuff, even though these are things maybe that can be seen coming. I do think they, 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 they will react well, or if people have a good enough time with it, uh, maybe they won't, but uh, you know, I think BCP, if they had, like, if you just put in whatever you scored and BCP translated that for us, like, I don't think there's any reason why we shouldn't use 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 that scoring method. I think the only fear they had would be people will screw it up and not understand why that's what it is. Yeah, because I because having seen at the weekend, like, so I've run two team tournaments back to back now, two weekends running, I'm playing in one this weekend. Um, nice. Knowing knowing that you uh, are like you're under the bus, but you can get three points for your team is just so much more engaging. Like um, than like, and because some of that, like some people would like be running around, they'd be like, "You've only got to get, you've only got to get seven points here," and he was just like, oh, "I'm getting zero points." Yeah, <laughs> like, and, but that point, that's like each person playing was vital to the team concept. And um, anyway, I like I like I can't get on board with that at all. Um, but I do understand maybe like yeah, this is just simple for people. Like it's easy to understand. Like you get it. But then how are they going to do? Like is it going to be based on battle points for the the cut at the top? Like yeah, it's going to have to be. That's yeah. the only like yeah yeah, which is uh, super weird. Oh whatever. Um, okay. All right. Well, listen. I've taken up all of your time today, so like I know, I know we're getting on. So. Um, uh, lovely talking to both of you. Thank you so much. Of course. This was a, 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 I feel like a, a, a wonderful chat. JVP mm. appearance. We crushed that goal. Rob gets to get a new computer. Although I do hope that you keep this background. I find it very engaging. And again, yes. menacing. The future, menacing <laughs> from the back there. Those robots ready to search, kill, and destroy. I think it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, appreciate you. Um, yes, I'm not sure if they're 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 up for it. We'll see. Um, uh, you guys got any shout outs before we head out today? Um, yeah, sure. I'm gonna. I'll shout out the uh, the the new lineup on the FLGN, which is killing me. Uh, and uh, sort of half assed at this time, but full assed as far as all of the creators are concerned. Uh, everyone has really, really been throwing their heart into it, and um, we're trying to get the production levels up, trying to get the release schedule better, and Stat Center has suffered as a result of it. Uh, but uh, no, I've been really, really having a blast working with everybody who's been on the FLGN train and anyone who out there who's been watching or listening. Really, 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 really big thanks. Also, I think friend of the show, certainly if he's not a friend of the show, he should be. Steve Joel making a triumphant comeback. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's, he brought on 40K uh, Game Changers Season 2. Got the dunk. I believe he's going to be. He, he's got, he, got, he got a big get. He got a big get. Uh, got Duncan, a big get. Uh, Duncan is on there, and um, he'll be going into, I think, like a bi-weekly, so uh, fortnightly for those people in the UK, uh, release schedule. Um, so that way he's not, you know, having to crank those things out so fast. I think I think it's a show that can sort of, uh, you know, 
not have to be weekly. So air rate. anyway, you can air that's it. for a bit. There you go. Yeah, you can you can savor it. You know, on a weekly basis. Be looking forward to more. Unlike uh, the adjacent show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where you're subjected to it. Pete, uh, you got any shout-outs before we head out? No, I'm good. I don't have anybody that I care about anymore. So. Sad. Wow. But also, <laughs> I, I understand that. I this love morning, you guys. This morning at breakfast, I said that I wanted to learn how to drive so I could just listen to 50s tunes and just Thelma and Louise it off a cliff, uh, which would be great. With my new PC, though. Uh, so thanks, everyone, in the... Yep. Quick. May I, but just one last thing. I'm just going to answer the chat. Gangsters, pair of dice. Please get dice checked to start bringing subject matter experts, please. I think on a weekly basis, they will be. Um, uh, last week, they brought in two of the TTS guys that, that run the uh, the TTS Discord and had a pretty, uh, I would say, almost a little too enthusiastic of a chat about TTS and its impact on 40K. And then um, I think this year they're bringing in uh, Skari, who was a regular on Chapter Tactics before the fall. Uh, before the so, yeah. Fall. Uh, I, yeah, I want to shout out thanks to everyone so much deeply for helping me smash the PC gold today. That's obviously my huge shout out and everyone. Also, thanks to my, our app developer, because you guys both don't know that we're producing the Honest Wargamer Plus, our new app, uh, coming oh, soon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to those guys. Um, th- you guys are all amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for listening to the 40K uh, adjacent show. Uh, have a nice day. We'll see you soon. Goodbye.